Acceptable comic book, fantastic four Boom. Uh, for new comic books. Uh, the week of December thirteenth, no, December twelfth. Um, so here's your weekly comic sneak peek for December the twelfth, two thousand eighteen. Getting sort of into that Christmas time of year. Yeah, it's very oh. Christmassy, which is very good. I just had this image pop into my head. Oh, imagine Santa Claus. He's flying in a sleigh. And a missile starts going up oh. at, at Santa because someone's trying to take him out. And then he goes, no. he goes, hang on, security detail or something. And Human Torch is in a little elf suit. And he goes, flame on. And he jumps off in his elf clothes, burn away, and he flies and takes uh. out the missile. And then it circles around and it says Fantastic Four. And they're there in the sleigh with them. And uh, that's us. That's what we're doing. We're doing a Christmas Fantastic Four. That is very much us. Uh, I will be the Santa who's trying to fix a broken sleigh that's just falling down, and you can metaphorically read into that as much as you'd like. Yeah, I uh, I want to be Rudolph. Well, you're for <laughs> sure my Rudolph. Okay, so Christmas time is here, and as that, um, none of my picks are particularly Christmassy, but this week, there's some gems. It's not like last week where we were just floating in gold. Yeah, but it's... It's usually are paralleled with like if you get a perfect week, uh-huh, uh-huh. you get one that's like, what am I doing here again? Yeah, you know, um, the and that's not swings. the case. Yeah, no, it seems like a, a still a pretty solid week. I think we're gonna have bangers all the way out through December. First one to look through for our fab fabulous four pickers uh, <laughs> <laughs> is uh, the Batman Who Laughs number one by Scott Snyder. You look interested. So this is, of course, uh, the ongoing series, or I think it's a mini-series, actually. I think it's going to be six or seven issues, but you never know. Um, they they just sort of flip ongoings and minis at this point. But yeah. Scott Snyder uh, creating a series out of the character from the Metal event that everyone really, really loved. The price of the first appearances of the character went way up. The whole mini-series was awesome, but uh, this particular character and character design had people really, really into it. He's cropped up in a couple books since Metal, but... I'm think, very, I'm very into him. Yeah, yeah. Great so characters. Though. Metal happened in uh, the dark times, and by the dark times, I mean the year without Justin. Uh, <laughs> did you? What was your read on Metal when it was coming out? Were you keeping your toes in the water? Were you reading uh, about it? My roommate is a Batman scientist, self-proclaimed. <laughs> um, so he gets every Batman book. He read all of the Signal. Wow. And when I told him, asked him how it was, because Orlando disliked it, uh, he went, "Yeah, it was all right. It's pretty good." There are people, God bless them, who just sort of at the worst are like, it was pretty good. Yeah, I think if there's a guy with a bat on his chest, Josh will. But anyway, I would kind of read stuff or he would be like my go-to czar. He'd be like, yeah, you don't need to read this one, but you may like this one. He's the one who peddled me Batman. God, there was a tie-in, a one-shot tie-in from Metal, which is like my favorite Batman comic. Batman Lost? Batman Lost. Yeah. I love that book so much. I want that as a series. I love old, like, classy cocktail drinking, you know, wearing a Christmas sweater Bruce Wayne who tells you stories on his lap. I love that. Um, 
Anyway, I like I like uh, metal, and I like that guy, the, the man who laughs. And I think it's gonna be pardon my French, pretty fucked up. Yeah, uh, is that, that French? Yeah, it's French. Francais? French. Uh, uh, and by French, I mean it's uh, words you hear at a McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Give me the fucking fries. Yeah, the fucking. Uh. Uh, so, so yeah, I think it's gonna be pretty good. The, uh, metal was like really dark. A lot of the mini, like the every one of those dark Batman was a just a fucked up version of Bruce, and this one was the you know the most messed up. So, I think that this is gonna be pretty good. I'm excited to hang out with it. At its worst, I think it's going to be quite good. So I think that anyone can feel pretty confident. If you can only get four books this week, that one is probably an anchor point to complete your square. Yeah, I think that Scott Snyder, there's like two of them. Well, there, there's three Scott Snyders in my opinion. But the two that he leans on most is like, hi, I'm Scott. And this is super personal, happy, fun, kind of just dumb storytelling. And then there's also like, I'm Scott. Also, I love Stephen King and making you feel really gross on your in, you know, <laughs> insides. Like he, he, I like when Scott... Like now he does like he's very into his dumb big stuff, yeah. but he cut his teeth on like cutting Joker's face off and stuff. Yeah, so. and American Vampire. Yeah, which was a great horror book. Witches was also as early as any of that other stuff. Severed was before yeah. his Batman stuff, and that was amazing. His detective run, which yeah. is my favorite thing he's done to this day, is, one of the best. Yeah, and it's very dark. So I, I'm excited to see the Dark Knight Snyder come back. Yeah, the, the Dark, dark Snyder. Snyder. Oh. Um. Um. That was good. Yeah, so... So what do you got? You got some things that you're excited about. I'm trying... Man, I really wanted to make a surfing cosmic uh, segue. Oh, Fuck. wow. Like uh, a Paul Blart cosmic segue in the mall? Uh, yeah, but into a segue about Silver Surfer oh. by Jason Latour. This is a tie into the Defenders books. They all are standalone but they seem to be making a cohesive Sure whole. is a weird way of distributing a five-issue miniseries, yeah. but they're doing it. Yeah, and there's only been, like, one piece of connective tissue in each one, so I don't know how they're going to tell the story of them being together. But I liked... So Jason Latour did Spider-Gwen, a great yeah. creation. He did Spider-Ben and Petey in that Edge of Spider-Verse one-shot. Oh, yeah. And I thought that was quite good. He did, like, some sophisticated back and forth stuff through time like he chopped up the story in a cool way he writes some issues of southern bastards which is one of my favorite series of all time yeah um and i love the silver surfer um i didn't yeah so he's like my uh my jeff's galactus what jeff is to galactus is silver surfer to me (laughs) so i uh i'm i'm pretty into into the idea of him getting a i want him to have a, a new series like a moody Silver Surfer series. Yeah, um, the Dan Slott series had a lot of heart in it at times, but overall was a tone that was fine for a portion, but I would also really like a moody, introspective Silver Surfer series, and I feel like Jason Latour could probably pull that off. For sure. Um, yeah, so this one shot he did all the art too, and I've seen Oh, some, I didn't realize he's doing the art in it also. He's doing the full thing. Um and he he's like I think he's also a very big fan. The character's close to his heart, mm-hmm. um, so he's been like hyping it on Instagram and just like very thankful that he got to do it and stuff. So it just seems like it's gonna be a little gem. Um, and I love the Silver Surfer, and I I've been loving the Defender stuff. So yeah, so four one shots leading into a sort of Defenders issue. I think that you could read any of those one single issues and not read the others, and you'd be totally fine. Uh, but yeah, it sounds like. I mean, I'll definitely be reading it. I love Silver Surfer, especially when we can get, like, little one-shots like this. I would love an ongoing series if the tone was right. but For sure. Especially, like, with that annual that came out not too long ago. Yeah. That was great. 
Yeah, that was the closest thing to the Mobius yeah. Silver Surfer that I've read. Um, James Stokoe did like a one little Silver Surfer thing. Um, Back in that weird 100 years in the future stories yeah. that were coming out a couple years ago. And that was very cool. Um, big fan of the character. I'll also read the Defenders Doctor Strange this week. I know so. that you like kind of think of yourself as a walking spider ham. Yeah. But, you know, I would say you're as much a Silver Surfer to me as you are a spider ham. Oh. Gosh, I, I feel like you're sort that. of a guy on a on a celestial space board out in the cosmos alone. Yeah, but also likes the smell of his own pork. Oh yeah. Um, on that killer note, <laughs> I'm gonna jump over to my second pick, which is Miles Morales Spider Man issue number one is coming out this week. Uh, if you know me or have been in the store, you know I'm a pretty big Miles Morales fan. I'm a huge Spider Man fan, but I'm really I have a soft spot for Miles Morales. He it started his publication like debut not super long after I started reading comics as an adult again, like a year and a half after. So I sort of got to watch his entire growth as a character uh, through my time like working at the store. So I, I I think it's as good as any other Peter Parker stuff. Hey Jeff, yeah, did you know that? So I I bought the first issue of Ultimate Spider-Man off the stands when I was a little kid. Okay. Um, That's a, like a $200 comic nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, my uncle, one time... There's a different story for that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I... So I wanted to read, when I heard about the new Spider-Man, I was, like, very on the fence, because I, I didn't know if it was going to be a direct replacement, but I knew it was in the Ultimate comics, right, when he first appeared? Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. like, the the spine book of the Ultimate Universe. Was, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I would go to Barnes and Noble to read those. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure I was reading those when you were working at Barnes. Like I would, that's one of the reasons why Josh and I were always going in is we'd go to write, but that's where we'd go to read books that we didn't want to buy. Like we would, cause we didn't want to just stand we, in the we shop. We need to do a, a special separate podcast about the history of Jeff and Justin sniffing yeah. each other. Yeah. Because that, it's a good and storied history. Yeah. I was going to say there's a lot to it. Yeah, there's absolutely. A lot of like co-sniffing. Yeah, these star children were brought together as much by their own volition as the universe's sure will. Either way, Saladin Ahmed, who wrote Black Bolt, he wrote a 12-issue Black Bolt series that we really, really liked. He's doing this Miles series. Um, he has done, he's been doing Champions. Sorry, not Champions. I apologize. Exiles. And that's a real fun sort of uh, young adult celestial parallel reality cool uh, sci-fi Marvel book that they're putting out. So... I really like his flavor. I think that he is going to combine some cool sociopolitical issues with a character that uh, is really close to my heart and I really like seeing. And we've got that Spider-Verse movie coming out uh, this week, I believe. Or next week? I think it's next week because Aquaman's tomorrow, right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I think it, I think we're back-to-back. Okay. So, anyway, we got some big comic book movies coming out this week. But, yeah, Into the Spider-Verse is going to be amazing. And this character... Uh, will be uh, sort of at the forefront right now, so I would check his book out. So, you know, I would say if you're going to get only four books this week, that's one that you can you can bet is going to play well for you in the fantasy comic book playoffs. Join the Spider-Man renaissance. Absolutely. It hasn't been, he hasn't been as big since the 90s, so. he's Yeah, it's true. He's doing the game, the movie, the books are really oh, good. yeah, it's so good. So then what's your fourth and final book? Uh, my fourth and final book is going to be the Hellboy Holiday Special. Um, I... Maybe not quite as much as Jeff, but I also love uh, holiday specials quite a bit. And the holiday special from, I think, it was either 2015 or 16. The first year I worked at the shop was the thing that finally got my... I've always had a passing interest in Hellboy. 
Um, and that was the one where I finally got it and immediately it encouraged me to read Hellboy in Hell, which is my favorite Hellboy thing. And now he's one of my favorite comic book properties. So I heard that he's back from the dead. I need someone to confirm that. A customer told me that. And everyone I've told that to is like, what? That's crazy. Uh, if people could confirm that so I don't sound like an idiot, that I, would be awesome. Yeah, that's crazy because I know the two books, uh, independent graphic novels that uh, Magnola has put out with him in it is supposed to be like, this is me doing Hellboy, but it takes place in – he's got a pretty murky timeline. There's a lot of space to fit in there. But th- like he said, that these are going to be published with the idea that Hellboy is dead in the future. Like that—that's his Gosh. definite. Okay. All so, right. Yeah. Well, we'll 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 do some legwork after this so that I might not be lying to people anymore. Um, but that would be very interesting. We loved the holiday special from Hellboy last year. We talked about it on the podcast for our Christmas episode in Jay's house with the fire crackling. Um, really, really good. Do you know who's doing the art in this one? No, I, I didn't even. I you know. I didn't even remember that Hellboy had a winter special until seeing it there. And I was like, oh, wait, I love that those books. So. I hope that it's either like Mignola or, you know, somebody somebody like that. Yeah, he's got like a, a handful of guys that he does does those books with, you know. Um, the guy from Black, Hander, Black Hammer, I forget his name. Dean Ormstein? Yeah. I, I think, didn't know he's done some Black, or Hellboy stuff. Yeah, I think he has. Um, wow. His art is Mignola-esque as well. Okay. Um, gosh. Well, that's oh as well jeff and i's co-pick oh yeah we've got a co-pick so yeah. so so that's our four you know like if that you know pistol on the side of your hip there could only have four bullets uh you want to make sure those four bullets were going to be as potent and accurate as possible true. and that's our guests on the potent accurate comic books for this week uh, if you got four books you can only get uh batman who laughs silver surfer best defense miles morales spider-man and the hellboy winter special for 2018 are our big exciting books for the week of new comics december 13 12 11 what day is it 12th it's 10 12th the 12th thank you the new books december 12th 12 12 ooh 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 and if you are in a gunfight and you get tussled down onto the ground and you're rolling around and you, you remember you have one more pick in, in the oh bottom of God. your boot. In the form of a deadly knife you can throw at a foe. That's tipped uh, with poison tips. Poison. Yeah. And pee. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, you got to pee in your boots sometimes. Um, cowboy metaphors aside, these magical cowboys in the magic order number five of yes. six. Yeah. Um, second to last issue. Very excited. Uh, Jeff and I both love that book. Love it. I have no, absolutely no idea how he's going to give us something, uh, a penultimate issue when I feel like we just entered that world. I know. I really want to reread the series. I want more from that universe. Like, I, yeah, I, that art is so gorgeous. You were saying it, describing it just perfectly before we started recording. Uh, but yeah, I, I love that world. It makes me nostalgic for places and times i've never been to it's like a dark perverse harry potter it is um and like his like magical logic is really good it's super good like there i did not expect mark millar to kind of get like semiotic like symbology kind of stuff as well as he does but like there yeah his his magical world building is very very good yeah and he also like his imagination um doesn't reach the depths, but it, it does remind me of Grant Morrison at times, where it's such a such an imaginative world and such a story inside his head that he just sort of like peppers weird references to things that only he knows about that make you want to know more about the world. So we can't wait for Magic Order number five. Yeah, the the castle that's in the shadow 
of a church or something like yeah. that. That kind of stuff is there's similar kind of thinking in actual like magic grimoires and stuff. When I read that, I was like, this is like reading like he's not that he's like, you know, a practitioner or anything, but he's able to put on that like cloak of thinking symbolically that way. And yeah. th just magical thinking. He's very good at I was like, this is very believable. I never finished Jupiter Legacy. I only read volumes one. I didn't read the second volume because I wanted to wait until it was all out so I could enjoy the Frank Quitely art. And I never have done it. And now there's a whole nother volume that they're I've working on. I've never started, on. but... We should read that for a separate podcast at some point, just because... On our docket. On our docket, yeah. Um, Gosh, I can't wait to do more podcasts with you. Absolutely. So, hopefully I'll see you this week for the podcast. I don't know, everybody. Um, oh, I love hearing that. Uh, this is where we birthed the idea for pub cheese from last week's podcast. Yes, it's so true. a lot of the gold starts here, everybody. <laughs> and the cougar gold started in my, or ended in my stomach. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, so thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you on uh, this coming week's episode of the Perfectly Acceptable Podcast, episode 112. Thanks for checking in on the books that we are excited about for New Comic Book Day, December 12th, 2008. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.